1: Welcome, Giants fans. You are listening to the Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio, part of the SB Nation family of podcasts. I'm your host, Ed Valentine, and today we are going to continue for you a series of interviews that we have been doing ...regarding some of the top-ranked quarterback prospects in the 2019 NFL Draft class. Today we are going to talk to Jason Evans of the Duke Basketball Report. Yes, the Duke Basketball Report. Regarding Daniel Jones, one of the highly regarded quarterback prospects in this class... ...and perhaps the third of the quarterbacks who could be a first-round pick and a potential New York Giant. In prior episodes... We talked to Patrick Mayhorn of SB Nation's Land Grant Holy Land about Ohio State quarterback Dwayne Haskins and to Alan Kenny of SB Nation's Oklahoma blog, The Crimson and Cream Machine, regarding Kyler Murray. Later on in today's show, we will also talk a little bit about our coverage coming up on the Senior Bowl. And, uh, you know, what you can expect to see at Big Blue View as we get ready for that game. All right, Giants fans, let's get right to my interview with Jason Evans regarding Duke quarterback Daniel Jones. Okay, Giants fans, I'm joined now by Jason Evans of the Duke Basketball Report. And no, we're not here to talk basketball, we are here to talk Duke football, specifically quarterback Daniel Jones, one of the most highly regarded quarterback prospects in the upcoming draft, and uh, Jason's here to drop some knowledge on us about, uh, about Jones. Jason, how are you?
0: I'm doing just fine. Wait, so I'm not here to talk about Zion Williamson. I'm very confused.
1: Well, well, wait, no, we we, we can do that. We can do that too. But you know, that might be for another show. You know, I I, I do enjoy watching some Zion dunks. I will say that much. You
0: you and everyone else on the
1: planet. (laughs) Yes, we do. But uh, you guys, uh, as we know, it's a it's a whatever the name is, you guys cover all the sports at Duke. We know that.
0: Yes, yeah, so uh, it it seems sort of strange We're the Duke Basketball Report, why are you talking to me about a football player? But uh, the the reality is that basketball is so dominant at Duke that the Duke Basketball Report covers all Duke sports. So, uh, So yeah, I cover football as well as basketball.
1: So let's talk a little bit about Daniel Jones. I mean, this is a kid who really wasn't Highly recruited at all, you know, entering no. college. Um I think if I know the story correctly, his high school coach sort of had to approach, you know, Coach Cutcliffe at Duke about Jones, you know, to, to actually get him into Duke. So you look at this kid now and he could be, you know, a first-round draft pick. Did anybody see this coming with Jones? Well, so uh... – I I don't know all the details of his recruitment.
0: I will say that it's not like Daniel Jones literally came out of nowhere. Um, He was a two- or three-star recruit, which is, you know, not huge, but it doesn't mean he was completely ignored. He was very successful in high school. Uh, He led his team to the state championship twice at Charlotte Latin High School, which is a very good football program in the state of North Carolina. That said, there weren't a lot of you know, major BCS conference programs beaten down the door for him. And and not a lot was expected of him when he arrived at Duke. Um, he redshirted his freshman year and then almost instantly became the starter as a redshirt freshman. And he's been the starter for us for three years now. Um, and we are incredibly sad to be seeing him leave because uh, the kid is, uh, he's an offensive juggernaut. I mean, he, at the college level, he's someone who's able to both, you know, pass really successfully and he's also a very effective runner for us um i don't want people to think he's another russell wilson or lamar jackson or something like that it, not at all in, in the pros he will be a pocket passer <laughs> but um but at the college level uh, he's really been uh, a fabulous player and, and he's led duke to some very successful seasons we're not a program that has a huge history of success in football so uh, so having daniel jones do as well as he has for duke has been really great you were asking about him as a draft prospect Uh, about a year ago. We started hearing little rumblings of it. And at first I I completely dismissed it. I was like, Daniel Jones leaving early for the NFL. You must be kidding me, but he's six, five, you know, he's a very solid build. He, he's a strong kid. He's got a very strong arm. He's, he's pretty accurate. Uh, And this season, especially there are several games where he, he had huge games and you started to go, you know what? I'm starting to see why the NFL is interested. And by the end of the year, everyone was talking, he's he's a first-rounder, mid-first round, you know, probably in that kind of ballpark.
1: So, when I think about Duke quarterbacks and the New York Giants, Giants fans always kind of get the willies. because <laughs> Because Giants fans think Duke and Dave Brown, you know, yeah. and... So so tell me why Daniel Jones is not Dave Brown.
0: Well, so the first reason would be David Cutcliffe. The the Duke head football coach David Cutcliffe is um a quarterback whisperer. He's a quarterback savant and um Brown did not have the benefit of playing for Cutcliffe. Uh, whereas Daniel Jones, most assuredly, he's been with him for four years. And I think when you're an NFL team, that's a huge selling point because, you know, David Cutcliffe knows how to produce really, really, really high quality quarterbacks. You guys know it well. He's the guy who taught Eli Manning. He's the guy who taught Peyton Manning. Um, there is a long list of, of guys. If you play for, if you're a starter for three plus years under David Cutcliffe, Your career ends in the NFL you go on like it's almost unanimous virtually every guy Who has been a starter for David Cutcliffe for three or more years has ended up in the NFL the Manning brothers Heath Shuler at Tennessee Duke had two quarterbacks Sean Renfrey and Thad Lewis both of whom made NFL teams and uh, 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 Thad Lewis was was even a a starter for a little while in in Buffalo Um, so uh, Playing for Cutcliffe I think sets Daniel Jones
1: apart from the bad experience you all have had with previous Duke quarterbacks. So I be, if I'm not mistaken, you know, Coach Cutcliffe has had some very complimentary things to say regarding what he thinks the ceiling is for for Daniel Jones. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, he, he thinks that, you know, this kid, the sky's the limit. Um, and I think it's because Jones has that sort of, you know, rare combination of, of, of size, strength, uh, good arm strength, um, and he's a, he's a reasonably accurate passer. You know, a, a lot of people, uh, a lot of scouts, I think, looked at Daniel Jones's uh, completion percentage, uh, which is only slightly above 60%, and they say, oh, boy, I'm not so sure that, you know, I, I'd, I'd like my, you know, college quarterback to come to the NFL with higher than a 60% completion percentage, and uh, to me, that doesn't reveal... Um, the quality of Daniel Jones' throwing. Uh, to me, there, there are three, you know, you know the saying, it takes two to tango? In football, in a football passing attack, it takes three to be successful. And those three are the QB throwing the ball, the wide receivers getting open and catching the ball, and the offensive line protecting the quarterback. And at Duke, we had a really great QB throwing the ball, and we had sort of an okay offensive line, and we had below average wide receivers. So Daniel Jones, to complete 60% of his passes to the Duke wide receivers who look nice guys. Uh, I, I like them. They're, they're busting their butts out there for us. And you know, I, I wish them all the best, but they weren't great at getting separation. They, they would occasionally drop passes. I think that when you see Daniel Jones throwing to professional NFL quality wide receivers, you're going to see a real step up in, in that completion percentage. I, I, I think the guy is a very,
1: very, very accurate passer. And that's, that's hugely important in the NFL. It's interesting. I'm kind of glad that, that you brought that up, Jason, because I've watched a few of Jones's games on film. And, and that was the thing that I kept coming back to was, I can't look at this kid's numbers because he's not working with much no <laughs> he's he's not and and if you've watched some of the games then you
0: know um uh, to me the thing that i uh, that i look at him and i go wow this is what's really going to put him at the nfl level his ability to throw deep um uh, he is very very accurate on deep throws his release is a little bit slow but that's something they'll work on in the nfl i mean guys uh you know guys always learn to to quicken their release um it, it, you know in an nfl setting but uh but daniel jones's ability to throw deep. Um, uh, is going to be a huge weapon, I, I think, for whatever, whatever NFL team ends up grabbing him. Um, uh, and at Duke, he just didn't have a lot of options, especially not this senior year. Uh, not, Sorry, not, it was his junior year, but you know, this past season for him, um, uh, Duke's sort of best deep threat got injured very early in the season. And as a result, um, uh, you know, it sort of hindered Daniel Jones' ability to, to go deep because uh, our, our wide receivers,
1: uh, they, just, they, they couldn't quite get there for him. So Jones really begins his quote-unquote pre-draft process in the Senior Bowl coming up here in a week or so as we record this. Is there something that he really needs to show NFL scouts, you think, in order for him to, to solidify you know, being a first-round draft pick?
0: I, I mean, I think it's that accuracy. Um, because, as I said, the, the question on him uh, has got to be, um, you know, how accurate is he? Uh, I, I, I think from watching his games, he's going to be fine. But, but that, to me, is the question mark. And then the other thing is, uh, is the quickness of his release. Um, he didn't, there weren't a lot of sacks, and he's a very big guy in the pocket. So, you know, he's not easy to bring down. But, um, uh, you know, I'll be interested in seeing if he's maybe quickened up that release a little bit as well.
1: By the way, I have to ask if you can uh, if you can hear my dog in the background there.
0: Uh, yeah, your dog is having a good time. Yes, um, my he's my a, my. He's a Daniel Jones fan. <laughs> my dog
1: has chosen to be part of today's show, and, and unfortunately, at the moment, there's not much I can do about it.
0: <laughs> doesn't bother me if it doesn't bother your audience. I'm perfectly fine with it. I've got a dog, by the way, named Cameron, and he frequently he, he's a bigger dog. He frequently barks during the Duke Basketball Report podcasts. And and we just say Cameron is part of the team. It's uh,
1: it's part of the charm here of uh, of Big Blue View Radio. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so so getting back to Daniel Jones, there is pretty much a the working sort of theory in draft circles at this point is that Dwayne Haskins of Ohio State is the number one quarterback. Then, of course, everyone wonders, you know, what people will do, how the NFL will see Kyler Murray. I mean, if if it's you, and I don't know how well, how much you've actually looked at those other guys, but if it's you, where do you put Daniel Jones in that pecking order of, of quarterbacks heading into this draft? I don't know if that's uh, even you, a fair question to ask you at this point.
0: Right, yeah, I'm, I'm a dookie, so, uh, you know, my answer should probably be um, – I, I, I don't think that Jones goes ahead of Haskins. I'm not gonna make that argument for you. Um, at least not yet. You know, we need to see sort of what happens uh at, at the combine and at and at the senior all-star showcases and things like that. Um I, I, I would probably take Haskins ahead of Daniel Jones because I think um I think there are more and more NFL teams that are looking at the value of of guys who can Um, who can do something for you with their legs. Uh, Again, I mentioned this earlier, Daniel Jones rushed pretty nicely for Duke this past season, um, and throughout his career, you know, we were not afraid to have him carry the ball, but he's not going to do that at the NFL level. I think that Kyler Murray, because of his tremendous speed, probably will um, at least a little bit, although Kyler Murray, he's a small guy. Um, I think he's probably like 5'8 or (laughs) 5'9, and uh, he may get swallowed whole by some NFL defensive players. Uh, but I, I would I would slate Daniel Jones in right behind those guys. Um, uh, again, as I've said, I, I feel like the the pieces he had around him at Duke um were not what you see in terms of athleticism and speed and the such um, that you that you see at a lot of these other programs where the top quarterbacks are coming from. and And so I think, um you know, Jones has some real upside. You know, the other thing that should be noted about him is, uh, this is a guy who's a, a heck of an athlete. He comes from a really athletic family. Like everyone in his family plays division one sports. He's got a sister who plays field hockey at Davidson. He's got a brother who plays basketball at Davidson. Um, he's got another sister who's who's like a, a, a stud soccer player. Um, she's a goalkeeper, I think, on like the women's national team or something like that. I mean, you know, he comes from a family where they are all great athletes. Uh, he's a smart guy. He's been taught by David Cutcliffe. Um, quarterback is one of those positions where having a good head on your shoulders probably matters a lot, and uh, so that's yet another reason why I think um, Daniel Jones will be worth you know, using a mid-first round draft pick on.
1: Last question for you, and it directly relates to the Giants. As far as I know, I believe Jones has been to the Manning Passing Academy two or three times, so there is kind of an existing relationship between Jones and Eli Manning who whether he's back in 2019 or not is is still open for debate you know but he's he's closer to the end you know he's very close to the end of, of sure. his time with the Giants does Daniel Jones to the Giants make sense to you and does Jones have the personality to deal with 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 the big city with you know with the with the media presence in the New York New Jersey area I mean is does does that does him in New York sound like a good thing to you
0: Yeah I don't see why it wouldn't fit as I mentioned he's a he's a smart guy um uh you know I don't just say that cuz he went to duke I mean uh, but um uh, you know I I I've, I've spoken to him I've I've heard him interviewed a number of times um he he's a bright guy who's majoring in economics Um, he's, he's getting like a, a, you know, a minor or a certificate in, in marketing and management. Uh, so this is someone who, you know, he, he understands the, I think he will understand the business of being a quarterback. And, and I'm glad you mentioned the Mannings. Um, not only has he been to the, the Mannings, you know, passing camp, passing Academy, whatever you want to call it, but, um, Eli for, for several years has, has come to Duke to, um hang out over the summer and work with David Cutcliffe. That's how that's how close Cutcliffe is with the with the Manning family. Um, and I'm uh, uh I'm certain that Daniel Jones has been a part of those visits. So um, uh, you know, I think Jones would have a really have a great mentor um in Eli. In fact, Eli's probably already mentored him some um, uh, because of that relationship that they've developed through through their shared head coach uh, in David Cutcliffe. Um, I, I can't think of any reason he wouldn't be able to handle the, the New York market just, just fine. Although, uh, obviously, it all comes down to performance on the field. I mean, look, if if you take the kid in the first round and he ends up being a, a starter and leading the team, you know, and, and having the team be successful, everyone's going to love him. It's going to go great. And, uh, you know, the media will be friendly. Um, if, on the other hand, you take him in the first round and, and maybe he languishes a little bit and he's not able to get the starting job or, or the team is struggling with him at quarterback, doesn't matter how savvy he is, doesn't matter how personable he may be in an interview, people aren't going to like it. So it, <laughs> to me, the question is, how do you perform on the field? Um, and, and, and I feel like, based on the success he had at Duke and what I've seen from him, I think Daniel Jones um, could be a successful NFL quarterback.
1: Sounds like you have uh, read the New York media a little bit. (laughs) It's all about winning, baby. There you go. Hey, Jason, I appreciate your spending some time with me, dropping some knowledge on us about Daniel Jones. And uh, if he happens to wind up in a Giants uniform, maybe we'll talk again.
0: I'd love that. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you spending the time chatting with me and and getting to know this kid because he's worth it. He's really worth it.
1: Thank you. Okay, Giants fans, great stuff from Jason about Daniel Jones. Coming up this week at Big Blue View, we obviously have the Senior Bowl coming up this weekend. And when it comes to Senior Bowl coverage, we will have quite a bit of that for you. We've actually already begun that. Over the weekend, our quarterback guru, Mark Schofield, took a very in-depth look at all of the quarterbacks who will be performing in the Senior Bowl, including Daniel Jones. We will also have a look at the Senior Bowl, the entire Senior Bowl roster, from Dan Pizzuta and Chris Flum in a show on Tuesday. Also, please remember that Chris has been going through NFL Draft prospect profiles you can find all of those on BigBlueView.com in a story stream, so they're all in one place for you. So please remember to check those out. Also, please remember to follow us on Twitter at BigBlueView, on Instagram at Big underscore Blue underscore View, also on Facebook. All right, Giants fans, we thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.